Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. Epilogue Peter Siegel Swiftly my first test flight. Longnecks have it all wrong. The old feather didn't give us wings to dance. He gave us wings so we could soar. The longnecks have a lot of things wrong. They don't push their children out of the nest. No wonder why they can't fly. My father always said, you can't fly unless you can fall. As I feel the soft bark under my claws. Best to dig in now. I dig in deep. Burn away that excess energy. They say the air wings are born in the sky. And even though I thought my flying days were over, here I stand, stretching out my wings for pre-flight check. The green ones check my wings for damage, for ticks. I know they won't find any. My father always said, You won't attract any plain girls with dirty wings. And we all want that kind of girl. The kind of girl that you just lose in a crowd. The green one waves the leaves. Two red leaves. Two yellow leaves. And then the green. And just like that, I push off. As I fall, I tuck my wings in. The feeling. Wind rushing around my beak. Getting back that feeling, that sensation. This is what I live for. This is my purpose. And I expand my wings. And I reach towards the sky as the All-Father intended. That's why the All-Father loves us air wings the most. With a familiar swooshing sound, I'm free. I pump my wings. Not quickly, like a newborn. I'm not trying to impress any plain girls today. But with practice, measured, pumps. As I rise higher and higher, I can feel the wind getting warm. I can feel it start to reach into my back, my aching feet. I can feel the air scratching at my eyes. And just like that, my tail feathers start to shake, warning me that I'm at my limits. But this is a test flight, and a test flight's all about pushing your limits. Welcome, everyone, to Stories, True and the Fictional. I am, of course, your long-returning host, Chris Park. How are you all doing today? I am, of course, joined by two individuals. Let's get to one of them first. I am, of course, it is it is on this podcast, Stories, True and the Fictional. We don't like to break news stories all that often, but thanks to the amazing sponsorship by Rebecca Castles of the Rising Dawn series available on Amazon, we were able to 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 bribe some reporters uh, with both cash and in erotic books, and sometimes, honestly, most of the times they wanted the books more than than the cash. But that's you know that's 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 bribes these days. 
I am, of course, joined by Ryan Haig. And he will soon, in the next few months, be announced as the head of the Spanish Football Association. And I've been told, without question, one of the main reasons he will be picked is because there's probably zero chances he will kiss a female player. Ryan, how are you going, sir? <laughs> or, should I say, or should I say, buenos dias. Buenos dias. Welcome to natural, natural, natural day, everyone. Muy bien, muy bien. Palo. I'm doing good. I, I, you're, you're so good at breaking the news that I'm not even aware of this news myself. But I'd just like to say, uh, I'd like to thank my family, my friends, uh, mm. the, the, the pervert Spanish host kissing, kissing a woman. Uh, for this new opportunity, I know nothing about soccer, so I'll be watching seasons one to three of Ted Lasso back back to front <laughs> multiple times, and um, we'll win the whole damn thing. Uh, I, I have absolute full faith in your in your ability to, uh, because essentially, with that kind of attitude of like, ah, oh, I'll just rock up. That is exactly yeah. the Spanish way of living, of to say, you know what, it's midday. We have a lot of work to do. But I'm a little tired. So you know what? <laughs> Gonna have a nap. And so with that kind of cavalier attitude, it's no wonder that they've chosen you to spearhead such an amazing organization. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just a coach. I don't have to play or anything. So That's I can fine. have a nap while they go among... Isn't that what assistant coaches are for? Exactly. And also as head of the FA, you just hire a coach you like and then just sit back and watch it all happen. And, well, and look, ha look, having look, said that, I have been... I have been told that one of the mm -hmm. conditions of your hire is obviously if you're presenting trophies with the women, it's fine. What's with the silence of the lambs get up for when the men take the, when the men take the stand for the podium awards? I mean, well, do they I not mean, trust you? No, no. I, I look, it was partial non-trust, partial the fact that I just like, be, I just, I have a love of Hannibal Lecter that is, is, you know, compared to no one. So a little bit of cosplay, a little bit of I can't keep my hands to myself. So, um, you know, hey, when in when in Spain, hey, you know, you can't keep your hands to yourself. You'll fit right in in Spain, my friend. You'll fit right in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> again, I, I, I don't I, the, like again. I, 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 you, you're the right man because again, if you have if you have a team with Anita Bomati and and, and Selma Celeste, like the, the the two, you know, if you have a team full of players of that, then you go with the butch lesbian to try to have a kid again you have some judgment issues i'll just we'll just well, that's, we'll, that's exactly right isn't it you know i mean just it's i think it was a mistake on all parts but look to each their own everyone everyone has a type and he clearly he, he likes him tall and tattered well, hey, I, that's... I think he's i think he's just secretly closeted to be honest with you mm, and mm, mm, you know mm. you heard that here first okay well, well there you go well you know what we look forward to hearing about the the many scandals that you'll get involved in with the men's side of the ball, and so and look and I look forward to basically you know seeing you upon the stage with your with your with a press conference being completely unapologetic, which is exactly what, and as you know, as you should be, as you should. Well, look, be. I'll I'll tell you what I'll do for our avid listeners. I'll give you a an insight on my coaching style. It's literally playing FIFA twenty four seven. Um, I believe if you can, if you can, if you can win the World Cup on a video game, you can win the World Cup, you know, in real life. So, well, it's actually not FIFA anymore. Oh yeah, it's sorry, not? yeah, yeah. They didn't, they they lost the rights to the FIFA. They didn't, sorry, they didn't want to pay for the rights the, anymore. The name. So they didn't want to pay for the name. The name FIFA. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. 
They didn't think it was worth three hundred and fifty million dollars, so they're just they're gonna, their next game is just called EAFC. Speaking yeah. of not wanting to pay too much, we're of course joined by legendary, <laughs> legendary, legendary author and finalist in a prestigious award that I had not heard of until. The, <laughs> but you know what? I'm not familiar with everything that happens in the book world so obviously this is a big deal inside the book world but we've course joined by author <laughs> j.a brian of emu wars uh, the the true and and finally uncovered story of how australia's greatest defeat really helped shape the nation they say that it was gallipoli that where australia really got shaped as a nation it's like oh, some would argue sure I would argue that this war taught us who we really are. When times get tough against all enemies, we like to lie down and show our bellies. And that's the true Australian spirit. So, Jamie, <laughs> how do you feel? You must be on absolute, as as uh, as the authors would say, you must feel amazing right now to be nominated in such a, in such a prestigious award. Well, like you, I didn't know it existed until... You know, and I'm reading, I'm going, what is this thing? I start Googling it and I go, look, oh, it's a Victorian award. So do I want to be awarded from something from Victoria? Um, apparently so, because the, 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 the prize, prize is 25 grand. So, uh, so there you go. That's, that's about 10 grand for you Americans. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's about, it's about $2, it's about $2.50 for you Americans. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but then, but then you know, there's tax, and and because yeah. it's Victorian, they'll be like, well, 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 we're gonna give you twenty five thousand uh, after all after tax, COVID tax, tax. taxes and and down tax and, and and transfer fees and and yeah. what's what's that one they always use? Um, administration fee. That, oh, um, well, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. administration fee, absolutely. Because yeah. writing be like, a check it takes a lot of effort to. They get like, and here you go. It's a thousand dollars left after that. Um. Because but you have to you it. have to shake Dan Andrews' hand to get the money though. Yeah, well, it is called the the uh, what do you call it the um, Victorian Premier's Literary Award or something. It started in the eighteen hundreds, and I'm like, look, if, if Dan wow. Andrews if Dan Andrews wants to give me twenty five grand, I'll take the twenty five grand. You know? Well, well, um, well. Everyone Everybody... has a price. Everyone has a price, <laughs> and here yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, no, look, yeah, I, that, but look, yeah, it's it's an honor to be nominated. Either so way, I was waiting for that. I was waiting. That that's the customary thing you have to say when you're nominated for something, yeah. and you don't, or you don't win, or you. Oh, look, it's just an honor to be nominated. It's an honor to be nominated. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Is that what Hollywood says when all yeah. these actors get? nominated for um the raspberry awards or whatever it is yeah. the razzies or something yeah the yeah, razzies yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely hey there yeah. won't be a hollywood for much longer they're destroying themselves they are destroying again themselves. It, 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 it's watching it's what's it's watching a large animal eat itself from the inside you know it's horrifying but you just absolutely can't look away yeah speaking <laughs> of large animals that are eating themselves from the inside <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what have what have you been consuming that has been de degrading your soul, Jamie? Degrading my I I don't know uh, if degrading my soul. Uh, let's let's just say what have you Look, been consuming I, this week? I've been watching multiple things. I've finished uh what do you call it? Star Trek Strange New Worlds season 2. Um 
no, I'd, it's hard to say if it's as good as... Look, the first one had a running story through it. This one is... It's literally been all filler. But... No you know killer. When, you know... you know, mm. uh, But you know when Stargate, how good their filler episodes were? Yeah. Like, all that. Like, every single episode was A-list. Like, amazing. Especially the mm. musical episode. Um, And I've, I've, I've seen around the place that, you know, a lot of the diehard Star Trek fans were not a fan of the uh, musical episode. Mm-hmm. I, I myself thought it was a wonderful. Look, a good um, musical episode is always fun. Like, there's nothing and, wrong with a bit of fun. Tell me, Chris, because you haven't watched it yet. But who doesn't want to see Klingon K-pop? I'm just, just saying. Well, okay, now that you've said that, I, I, I absolutely <laughs> have to see this now. And and you can totally you can totally watch it as a one-off um, if you want. Standing. No, Episode... I, I've been meaning to watch the season, but I like, just been, like I was like, I've decided I hate watching week to week. So I generally want to wait. Yeah. I generally yeah. will, will wait till everything ends now, then I can then go back and enjoy it as yeah. as God intended, all yeah. at once. Yeah. Well, it's all out now, so it's you can you can watch it all. But you know, um, they do bring in another key character, which is cool. But that's right at the end, like you know, at the end of the first season, they're like, "Hey, it's this guy." You know? They're like, "It's Kirk." Well, well, they were like, "Yeah." They're like that, but they also did a crossover episode with the animated series. Um, oh, uh, lower lower decks? decks. Yep. Now, was it okay? Was it? Were they? Did they go animated, or did they actually go like both? You know what? So, of so all the it... Star Trek shows, I actually, I, I actually enjoy Lower Decks. I think that's, I think it's actually. A, a, I don't a, even, a I don't even know about it, to be honest. Like, yeah, so yeah, so basically, they go to the cartoon world goes through a portal into. Uh, Stranger Worlds. Oh, that's cool. So the the characters, or some of the characters from that um cartoon become real. Yeah, so basically the ones that look like their characters from the show, like the ones that yeah. are like yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one yeah the ones that yeah. look like the character from the show. Became, yeah, okay. yeah. And look, no, look, they, they did a lot of fun stuff like that. Um, and look, I've, I've I enjoyed it, and there was a really cool episode where um, Spock becomes completely human oh and he has to he has to perform this he's, they made prosthetic ears for him and he's trying to be not human and he's trying he's having <laughs> you know, try, trying to do a uh a Klingon a, thing yeah no, not a Klingon. uh vulcan vulcan thing sorry vulcan thing yeah. yes vulcan sorry my mind keeps going to k-pop Klingon k-pop um a vulcan ceremony and you know and he's not like vulcan it's so funny but um, look, yeah, now solid season. So apart from that, I started watching um, uh, what do you call it? Falling Skies again. Oh, that's revisiting. Sure. I'm like, oh, it is, it is, it is a beautiful show. Mm, that is a good. That is a fine. That's a fine instrument. What an amazing, ah, oh, you lucky duck. Yeah. Um, to go back to Falling Skies. Well, look, it was it was a solid show, except for when I I think um it didn't get terrible, but it just kind of went like it went weird. It went weird. They changed they changed um uh showrunners. Yeah, and then to the Battlestar Galactica, they're like, yes, now let's let's learn about why the aliens are here. What are they all about? And I was just like, yeah, it got a little bit weird, but I maintain. Look, I watched it all the way through, and I look. I think it was a pretty cool concept behind why the aliens came to to begin with. Um, 
But you know, speaking of Battlestar, that show was the most frustrating. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> like inconsistent. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to rant on a soapbox, but I think that's also why you bring me on so I can rant on a soapbox. Please. The first few, the first season of Battlestar Galactica, the first few, you know, the first good few good seasons was heart pounding, top gun air to air action that we all wanted to see. Mm-hmm. There, there, there was one episode that they did amazingly where the Cylons knew exactly where they were, like every single time they jumped. So basically, the the the, the fighter pilots were literally they would jump to a new location, they would run down to their craft, fly out. To protect the colony, get absolutely slow, like get beat down, jump back in, jump out again, and they're doing it. They're jumping every single. They had to jump every single few minutes to the point where like the parts were basically like you know running on absolute fumes. It was an amazing episode. And then there was another one. It was called this. I think I can't remember what's called. It was called Scar or something. Where basically um, there was a Cylon who like a Cylon ship had basically. And it was all about like a cat and mouse hunt between the asteroids. And what they realized was that. You know, when when and when the when a human pilot dies, that's it. It's over. Yeah. When a Cylon di- pilot dies, it's a learning experience for him, and so that's why mm. that's why their pilots are just so infinitely better. And then obviously, as the humans, you know, because obviously like Earth was completely bombed, what's on the colony ship is all the left. They're starting to really run out. They, they start to really struggle to find pilots because you know, if you once they lose these pilots, they're so precious. That's the end of it. And then. I don't know if it was a budget thing or something happened. They went, right, all this amazing ship-to-ship action, all these amazing like mm. fight scenes. What what is the what is the human mind really? It's like going, oh my god. Like, <laughs> like going, no, you had an ama- you were going so well. It was going yeah. so amazing. They brought <laughs> the Pegasus ship. And then like again, the like Leah Dam became captain. And there was this amazing, mm. there was this amazing moment where he's standing on the bridge getting absolutely fucking hammered by Cylon ships and they go what do we do captain and, he, and like you see him like reach out his hands place him slowly upon the deck and become the captain we all know he was absolutely fucking born to be and leading leading the Pegasus war it was it was incredible and yeah. sorry like <laughs> like oh I, I love naval combat I love that yeah. I love again that's why I but, love like um, you know a good a good starship with a good naval crew show because again it's awesome this did now this was the era of 2020 episodes 24 episodes yeah, yeah 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 20, 20, so they very well, well could have done an episode dedicated to hmm, let's get to the behind the intricate mind you know but not, not could... three seasons of it that's <laughs> yeah, just the thing yeah. three seasons is a yeah. bit much for the, yeah. for the yeah. three like and and who can't forget the amazing soundtrack of the ship battles, where it was the drum, like this, this the, the, you know, the, yeah. the basically the the the, 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 the all there was was this acoustic drum, like rhythmic drumming. It was amazing because you could feel the stress of the battle. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is amazing. And then, oh well, you know what? Let's talk about psychology. Let's talk about what it really means <laughs> to be human. And then, apparently, you know what? I stopped after. I stopped after like. It became it, it. It they did the thing which I okay you know they did the thing <laughs> I hate um about all Hollywood shows prison arcs <laughs> no they go <laughs> we've given the good guys something amazing but we need to reset them to make them shit again so we can make some stories because I can't think uh... of I can't I can't think <laughs> beyond my little tiny square and so they were going like okay they they surrendered to the Cylons. They go. They find a planet. They surrender the Cylons. They start living on there, and then they then they escape. So they go to escape. They're gonna. They, they get onto one of the starship. They get. They get onto the Battlestar Galactica and they escape. Now, with the Battlestar, 
they also had the Pegasus class ship, the Pegasus, which is a more modern ship, stronger weaponry, better shields, can hold more crew, more advanced everything. And they go, we can take one only. Hmm. Which one should we take? The one that could that can has now proven that it can face off a Cylon based uh go down against three of them and come out on top? Or the tiny old tub. Hmm. And you know what they chose. It just was like going, okay. Like I get that the show is called Battlestar Galactic. It's like I I get that. And I do love a story about an old ship past her prime who's just still sticking it to the enemy. I mean, that's basically the entire like if you read any of the Jack Aubrey books from, you know, the, the, the Master Commander series, it's, it's all about how he's always got inferior ships to his opponent, but he always, you know, but his seamanship and his and he's mm-hmm. and his guile gets him the wind. It's it's an, again, you see it all the time in, you know, in in shows that try to replicate anime where you see them trying, you know, they have they have giant robots who are a little bit older and past their prime and but they still manage to win. Real Steel basically also took yeah. from the same things. But even um Fury, World War Two, Fury. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah. Fury, the old the old Gaussel against against the German tanks. But yeah. again <laughs> yeah. it's I, I find it a lazy storytelling in, in the absolute uh egregiousness and one more example given this lazy storytelling which is essentially <laughs> when they made the show legend of the seeker about the, Le- the oh, great yeah. sword of truth series books one of the main things i liked about that i was hoping was because richard cypher is actually richard Rowell. he is basically a true heir to the daharan kingdom so they they, they went with that storyline and they did it right that yes he's the young thing but because they didn't want to give him so much power they they said he he turned his back against his you know his his heritage and was still running around as a seeker. It's like going no, because in the books there's a giant empire about to come crush them all. It's an evil empire, and so he has to take over the entire Dahara kingdom, reshape them, and then use the kingdom to basically fight the, the empire to fight off this entire invasion. It was and it was much more grandiose. Mm. But again, smaller show, smaller budget. They they were just basically going, how can we do travels around New Zealand and do some cool looking <laughs> shots? So again, yeah. again, I like it, but again, this is my one several major gripes. Speaking about travels around New Zealand, <laughs> uh, Ryan, what have you been watching these days, sir? Um, no, well, I've, since we last spoke, I, I have completed my rewatch of Blackish all seven seasons, which was mm-hmm. absolutely great. And I do agree, it does get quite political at times, but <laughs> they, they do, they do it times? in a way. Well, they do it in a way where it's not so, you know, it's not, it's not so off-putting. It could have been you know worse, I mean? basically. Like, it, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I finished that. Um, so I have started a show that I've never gotten around to finishing, and I'm halfway through season one of Grimm at the moment, which I'm really enjoying. Um, the basically the dark version of the you know Brothers Grimm, which essentially is the real so, version. So, so like, yeah, the first version, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the true version, yeah. Um, which is which I'm really enjoying. I think I've only ever watched the first two seasons, so. Uh, I'm enjoying watching that. Um, but yeah, other than that, just doing a lot of gaming. I'm replaying Miles Morales Spider-Man in preparation for the new Spider-Man game. This now we're in September this month, uh, which I'm very excited what for. An absolute ridiculous month of September. Yeah. Like, oh, this this is going to be insane. Like I'm so glad I finished Final Fantasy last week, uh, mm. Final Fantasy 16, because 
I've currently on my playlist. I've got Baldur's Gate, which I've just started. I've got Starfield, <laughs> which is out technically this weekend. Um, I've also got a nice little. If you're looking for a nice little JRPG game, Sea of the Stars is there. They're really good. It came out on PlayStation, uh, PlayStation Plus and Xbox Game Pass and PC. Uh, really, really, really great. You know, if you're a fan of the old school Super Nintendo, PlayStation One, JP, JRPG, it's, it's a great title. It's, it's by a, a, not not a well known publisher, so I I guarantee people to I, I encourage you to get onto it. Um, but then yeah, we've got Spider Man, we've got Starfield, um, you know, Baldur's Gate, obviously, which is I think minimum finish time is 120 hours or something like that. So yeah, it's going to be a massive month this this month. So the big um. Yeah, it's a good good time to be rehabbing. Actually, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I, I could, if I would go if I had to go through what I went through, now's the perfect time to go through it over the next few months because there's literally thousands and thousands of hours worth of gaming that we've got <laughs> coming up. So, yep. so that's been it. Yeah, just gaming. Um, what you know, usual watching wrestling, which I won't bore everyone with. I did watch into uh into the Spider Verse and across the Spider Verse. Um over the last week, which I really enjoyed as well. I love that animation style. Uh, and I'm looking forward to checking out One Piece over the weekend, seeing if it's if it can break the curse of of, of like Cowboy Bebop and all that kind of thing. If it can break that curse, then fingers crossed. And regardless of how good, like, again, I haven't watched it yet. And I, and I probably, you know, I will. I will watch it because, you know, I, I like, I'm just morbidly curious now than... You, you than feel it, obligated. Than... As of well, I mean, it's a lot fan. less of a it's a lot less of a commitment than the actual anime. I think yeah. it's like ten episodes, <laughs> well, seven hundred and thirty-five or something. Look, I, 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 while we're on the topic, because I've got yes, we have a correcting IGN to do later, but uh, the the One Piece review came across my Facebook feed for some reason. Um, I know nothing about One Piece, but I know nothing, I I know plenty about you know shows that try to be faithful and and to source material and all that, but. IGN gave it a six out of ten, and they and what they said was uh, Netflix's One Piece is an entertaining adaptation that's hindered by a desire to recreate every major moment found in the source material. How is that hindering? Like it's like what? It's like so so the show the show is trying to cater to the fans, the fans to create moments that people go, oh yes, that's that bottle. Like Chris, although that people said they hated Amazing Spider-Man two, that scene with Gwen, yeah, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man Perfect. saving, trying to save Gwen, straight yep. from the comics. Beautiful, crazy good moment. Even, even with the web, with the ha- the web that looks like a hand yep. and it reaches like, out. Like, yeah. Even yep. even if you even if you look at the, as soon as Gwen Stacy had that jumper on, I knew she was fucked. Because <laughs> I, and and she, even even Emma Stone went on record to say that they literally. When they were they were going through wardrobe, they had a blown up page of what she was wearing when she died, when Gwen Stacy died in that in that comic, and they matched wanted to match every little tiny detail yeah. exactly. Mm. And yeah. as I said, me and a lot of others, we we saw that jumper, and I'm like, okay, she she this this is really happening. Yeah, um, but that's the, they're the kind of moments that you want to create yeah. for, for the fans to go nuts over. And then IGN's yeah. like, no, you can't do that. You can't give the but people we, what they want. But we know IGN don't cater to the fans anyway. So, <laughs> like, it, to them. But what I'm saying, well, I, I, I saw a quote today about One Piece and, and it really sort of hit home 
because of how much we have been let down. It's like One Piece is the last chance that anime fans will give for real-world adaptation. It's either going to be amazing and start a revolution or it's going to be horrible and and with that fizzles out the live action anime scene. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that's just, I guess, like um, that that sort of annoys me. You know, oh I mean, yeah, I'm gonna say it annoys me a little bit. We've seen an anime adaptation done well. It's called Battle Angel Leader, and it, it, yeah. and it is by far the like again. I know there's some people going. It's not a hundred percent. Going well, sure, because again, like twenty something episodes into like one uh, like a two movie, hour movie didn't yeah. really work, but it is as close as you're damn well probably gonna get. Mm-hmm. It and it it's amazing. It was awesome, but because it came around the same time as Captain Marvel, and people like this movie better. Because they said that they think that she's a better female character, the media dogpiled on it, saying she's terrible, she's a horrible character. It's like going, oh, you dip. anyway. But we've seen that's probably the best you can get from an anime adaptation. There are certain things that don't work in One Piece that works that work, work, that will not work well, and and that's that's a bit sad because it's awesome. But in the show, Luffy is as dumb as sin. Like, again, beyond dumb. Like, like there, there's stupid people, yeah. and then there is Luffy. And that's also <laughs> that, that is also what makes him. That also is what makes him like hilarious because yeah. he's oblivious to everything, and Correct. he's oblivious to the fact that there's like that there's a character called Boa Hancock. She's like the queen of the pirates, and she's like like you know she's like known as like the most like the most like attractive woman alive because because and her power is like if you have like impure thoughts about her, she can actually turn you to stone. But she, she tried that on Luffy, it didn't work because he has nothing. There's nothing upstairs going on upstairs, <laughs> and so she falls in love with him, and and he's completely oblivious to the fact that like what she wants. It's and it's hilarious, but like that that kind of charm, that kind of thing is just it, like it just doesn't translate. I don't think it translates well into like you know reality. <laughs> like so, well, maybe um, maybe maybe what we can do the three of us and and. Is maybe we can. I think this would be a really good, a really good test because Jamie knowing nothing about One Piece, me knowing a little bit about One Piece, and Chris knowing everything about One Piece. I'm a fan what of what, the show. Yeah, let's watch it. Right, we all watch it. Why don't we all watch at least the yeah. first three episodes? Yeah. Yep. And then Look. talk about it next time we're online. Absolutely. Look, the only thing about One Piece that I know is that Chris refuses to watch at least twenty five episodes of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what's called the twenty-five episodes. Is what we call a filler episode. Yeah, no, no, it's it's a prisoner prison arc. <laughs> and, and and you know what? I stand by my fucking decision not to watch the impelled down twenty-five episode arc because it's just it's it's just Luffy in prison. And you're not missing much. 25, 25 episodes of an anime like twenty-five that, you're episodes not... of one thousand eighty-four. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 fine. I can miss twenty-four episodes. And and <laughs> and going back to your point about a leader battle angel, um, I, I can attest. I was late to the party on this. I remember watching it at Chris's house, and uh, he's like, "You need to watch it." And I was like, "I've never like I've heard of it, but I've never watched it." And I can agree that it is an absolute masterpiece. And I feel like shouting out the people who are, who are, have got an issue with it. Do you remember Dragon Ball Evolution? <laughs> that was a piece of shit. Do you remember 
<laughs> Avatar, The Last Airbender by M. Night Shyamalan Bing Bang. <laughs> Do you want an example of a bad movie? Like Dragon Ball <laughs> says it all because that was a, that was a, that was just like you literally, re- I went and saw that at the movies because I was such a massive Dragon Ball Z fan. And that just ripped my heart out in public. Oh, no, dude, that was, honestly, I thought I could die. I honestly thought I was going to die. Like, I love Goku and, oh, again, no, you know what? I can't talk about this without getting, without getting punchy. But on Battle Angel, apparently, the producer has confirmed that he's in active development with um, Rodriguez, Rosa Salazar, who's the actor who plays Alita, to return and for a sequel. And James Cameron has also said that he's also working on more than one sequel at the moment, which means whilst everyone knows he's working on, you know, everyone knows he's on Avatar, but what else is he attached to? Again, this is before the writers strike and the actors strike. So if I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's going to fucking, I don't think it's going to happen. But if there ever need, if there is a movie that that deserves a sequel, yeah, oh, definitely. It is, it it, it is because there's one line in it that honestly, I laugh so hard as both a sports fan, and an anime fan, and a cyberpunk fan, and a fan mm-hmm. of everything, where she's doing the the she's doing the motorball trial. And then, like, and, and like, they hide all the guys to basically take her out, and like, the, and, and then you hear the commentator at the top going, "Gee, I wonder if some, I wonder, oh, you know, what did he say? He was like, he was like, oh, he, said he was like, um, you know, it'd be great if some motorball would break out during this fight." <laughs> and it was just like, it was like, it was a classic commentator line of going, "Hey, you know, it'd be good to see some actual motorball because <laughs> they're all just yeah. like fighting on the track." It's like, I was like, I was like, oh man, yeah. what a, what a class! It was a classic line, and they just that that movie had there's just so much joy in that movie because like. It was a character done right, like she, like yeah. you know, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a Captain Marvel where she's like, I'm perfect all the time and I'm completely invincible. It's like, well, yeah, if you're perfect all the time and completely invincible, you have no character arc. So then, how do yeah. you grow as a character? Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, Alita has pan- knows Panzerkun and she, so she was you know better than others, but then she got her absolute butt kicked, um, and and you know got torn apart, and then obviously then she, she got put placed inside of her her like the actual form that she's meant to be in, and then obviously she mm-hmm. got better. But it, but that she had to it was had to be earned. It wasn't like it was it had to sort of bring her up to that moment because you know the doctor was like, no, I'm not going to put you in a body that's like basically just a war weapon. Like that's just no, mm-hmm. like you know. Let's pretend. Let's forget our lives before, like, before this moment. Let's, 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 you know. And what a great and and you know, Christoph Waltz, amazing actor. We all know him as 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 a Jew hunting Nazi, uh, and he played an amazing role in that one. But you know, he, him as a father figure t- towards towards a leader in this one is 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 incredible, and it's just an amazing. It, so, again. Thank you for listening to the Battle Legion podcast. <laughs> I <laughs> well, Chris Park. W- while we're on the topic of, you know things that come out of Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, something came up and it was about 10, about 13 years old, but it's, it was, it's Japan related and it's still pretty funny. Um, I don't know how much, you, how far you'd go to screw over the government, Chris, but um, you might like this story. Pretty far. Okay. So Tokyo's oldest man had been dead for 30 years. So basically mm-hmm. Uh, this is what the article says. He was thought to be the oldest man in Tokyo, but when officials went to congratulate uh, so- Sogen Kato on his 
10th and 11th birthday, they uncovered mummified rem- skeletal remains lying in his bed. So what basically what happened is the family didn't report that he died and had been collecting his pension for 30 <laughs> years. Outstanding. <laughs> and they like when people came, they'd be like, shoot, shoot, like, like, no, he's sleeping, go away. That sort of thing. Like, so they they basically mummified their, their father. Wow. Kept him in his bed and kept collecting the pension payment. What an amazing <laughs> you know what? What an amazing thing to do. You like, worked your entire life. You've paid your taxes. Who says the government shouldn't pay you well beyond your death? <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if I could have a dead body in my house for 30 years just to get some money, a little bit extra money. Yeah, but, don't you, but don't you think, but Jamie, 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 let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you feel joy, though, if, let's say, for example, I died? And... Would I feel joy if you died? No, no, no. no. Let, let me play that scenario. You know, and I said, Jamie, before I die, I've legally listed you as my partner and, 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 and spouse, and I've signed up to a government, and I've also then like set up a computer that will automatically file my new start allowance forms, and and and, and, and so it's all going to be completely legitimate. And every fortnight, you can receive the four hundred and how much is new start now? Like four hundred and seven hundred. Are you okay? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, like it's job seeker, so it's um I get seven sixty. What the <laughs> And at the at the same time, at the same time, like you think that's good, but at the same time the government at uh, this is how fucked our government is. Um I hope they're listening. Um I don't I don't qualify for a disability pension. Even though I'm deaf and I and now I'm deaf have and you place. have you lost okay. That's but I don't you know qualify. What? <laughs> then you should take that job seeker and keep taking it. As, and, and, to, and Jamie, wouldn't yeah. you feel a sense of pride, and nay, a little bit of joy, every time my job seeker payment came in and knew you and you knew you were stealing <laughs> from the government? Wouldn't you no, be like going, no, yes, as 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 a slowly turning libertarian. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't like it because I wouldn't be stealing from the government. I'd be stealing from the taxpayer, the people that the government. Oh, like, so, so the, the government. Like, uh, look, when when COVID happened around and I lost work, I could I could have applied to get the money that they're handing out to everyone, you know. But then I was just like, why? It like it's just going to be taking it from someone else, you know. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that guy. Man of principle. I like it. But would you feel a little bit of joy knowing that it was from the government? <laughs> well, I, I'd be more concerned about how your wife and child would feel. <laughs> no, no, no. See, in this scenario, I yes, I listed you as my partner, but I listed them as the beneficiary of my life insurance. Oh, so okay. they're fine. They're taking oh, care yeah. of, you know, I'm not, I'm not a complete idiot. <laughs> and, so for and, the... and, and I am the godfather of your son, so it's not exactly. like he, he wouldn't be. <laughs> of course, of course. And, and, and you know. Not looked up I would have gone with a private insurance, private insurance, and so it would have been a decent payout, and and so they'll be fine. And then you know, okay. then obviously, then you will then obviously just every single fortnight receive the payment, and you look at it and go, "I have taken money from the government. Mm-hmm. Suck 
shit government. <laughs> you you would wow. feel a sense of pride in that, would you not? Um. Well, well, let let's get back back to that when uh when it happens. I mean, no, I mean, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. satire, satire, satire. Before they attack us. Now, speaking of KFC, uh, <laughs> I had something pop up today, and it was like, you know, those I was this this many days old when when I discovered mm-hmm. something. Did you know that the KFC Twitter, but now X or whatever it's mm-hmm. called, mm-hmm. only follows eleven people? Oh, yep. okay. Do you know who those people are? No. All of the Spice Girls. <gasps> so six of them, mm-hmm. and then. What five people called Herbert? Yeah, because the eleven <laughs> herbs and spices. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, I verified this today. I yep. I looked it up. It actually came up on my feed as well. I I did see that as well. So it's got okay. Well, obviously all the Spice Girls are listed, but there's someone called Herbert Jones, um, Herb Scribner, uh, Herb J Wesson Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herb Waters, Herb Dean, Herb Sendik, and Herb Al- Alpert. Uh, yeah, so they're the only people they follow. Chris is verifying it right now too, aren't you? <laughs> I, I've never been more happy. <laughs> like, how I've random never is that? I've been more happy in my life knowing, knowing that... What an amazing concept. <laughs> now, do you think what happens if one of the herbs dies? Do well, they, they, they find no, a they're, replacement? Well, they're, 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 no, well, they could replace a herb, but their account would still be active. Right, 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 right. Like, you, you just, you know, don't post on it. Okay. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. Um, because I, I know, I know there's certain people, like, um, I, I can't remember which celebrity, but like, some they'll they'll still post things like from their account, but in memory of and you know that oh, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 like yeah. so, if you're famous enough, you you've got um you're probably a publicist or. But 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 I would imagine that those are just random herbs that they found. Like I I really wish it was, but some of them seem pretty pretty significant. Oh. Um, uh, that would be more interesting uh, if they just found random <laughs> guys <laughs> named herbs. Are you like hey KFC's KFC's hey, KFC's following me? Uh, no, no let me let me let me look. Okay, okay. Uh, that one's so some of them seem random, but like then there's like, um, Herb Waters, uh, and he looks like a um, uh, gridiron player, football player. Okay, so they and, found some people named Herb, but you know what? Yeah, there's, that's, there's, there's not, probably that's not, not that many people called Herb. Yeah, I was say, that's not a very <laughs> common name, so they probably had to like dig deep on that one. Well, I mean. <laughs> Herb J. Wesson Jr., it says under his Twitter bio, first African-American president of the Los Angeles City Council. Okay. Um, ah, he's also so some a... significant herbs. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, but also some ones that... Like Herb Herbert Jones, and his, his handle is Hooping Life. Mm-hmm. He's obviously a basketball player, I'm going to guess. Or a fan, like you don't know, like that's not that's not an indication of yeah. Of but imagine, hood. imagine being a herb and getting chosen by KFC. You know? Do you think there's a ceremony? <laughs> I I would like to think so with someone that looks hauntingly like 
Colonel Sanders. Colonel. No, someone has to like the full white hair, slick back mustache. In the, the there has to be yeah. a full now. Uh, would they get Colonel Doctor from Scrubs or from Community Pierce's father? Mm. That's a tough one. I'm going to put one more into the mix. Oh, okay. Yes. Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> from the Colonel skit from 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 when when they did when they made good comedy. Um oh, oh yeah. my god, that is the uh, that is still to my to, to this day. That is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen that, Ryan? No, I haven't actually. What? Mel Mel Gibson as Colonel Sanders. <laughs> okay, you know what, Ryan? We're gonna play it right live on the Yeah, you stop what we're gonna stop what we're doing. You're gonna just Google it and you're going to then watch the video because it is honestly to God one of the most funniest things ever. So right now Go to YouTube. Yep. Actually I found I found a I found a link. Hang on. Mel Gibson KFC. I'm watching it now. Yep, excellent. In a nation divided. We'll see you in two minutes whilst we enjoy this. (laughs) When brother fought brother, one man had it all. Oh, Josephine. Josephine, God have smiled upon us today. I have been promoted to a colonel. (laughs) Josephine. (laughs) No! Live, baby. Don't do this to me, baby. Live. It's the original recipe. God, I will die. <laughs> the original recipe. I will. And I shall not stop until every single one of them is dead. Finger licking dead. Finger licking dead. <laughs> the producers of Braveheart and Step Up to the Streets. And Step Up to What the fuck? Tuggy's gonna fry tonight. A story of war. Betrayal. But I love him, Paul! Oh, love him then! In hell! And redemption. You entrusted me with ten herbs and spices. But I've added an eleventh. My tears. <laughs> My keys are the eleven <laughs> Mel Gibson. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. And introducing Captain Sully Sullenberg. Oh, I've got to kill all you damn geese! <laughs> The Colonel. We're gonna need a bigger bucket. <laughs> that is okay. That is, we're gonna need. We're gonna. That's the episode title. We're gonna need. You need a bigger bucket. Looking <laughs> <laughs> um, dead. Yeah. All right, guys. The link for that will be in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I definitely check it out. That's old, but god damn it, is it still just as funny as when, the when, day they read it? When comedy was. Comedy yeah. was good. Oh, and I miss, yeah. I miss good comedy. And on on that, um, 
Channel 10 here in Australia have been failing miserably ever since they got bought by CNN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they started, yes, Mark. they started bringing back um, some of the classic shows. They brought they brought back um, Thank God You're Here. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 considering today's standards, it's pretty, pretty good. Ross Noble was on the one I watched last night and he was just amazing. Um is it the same? Is it still Tom Gleisner hosting? And no, 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 that, no. They do, they do with um, they do a different host every. No, well, uh, they have the, no, no. That no. Correct me. Uh, I'm correcting myself. Um, they have the chick from Rosehaven doing. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, yeah, I know her. Cecilia. Um. Cecilia yeah. Pacwa. Yeah. yeah. So she hosts it, but they have a guest judge every time. So oh, okay. like, this week's okay. judge with this week's judge was um dude from the Aussie, very Aussie dude from Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Someone Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah, so there's a different judge. So we've we've had um, who's Russell Coit? Uh, uh, Glenn Robbins. Yeah, so he, he did one. Um, okay. So we've, we've had a good host every time, except for one who I just cannot stand. She's uh, Judith Lucy. Yeah, Judith Lucy. Oh, yeah. I... I cannot stand most... her. Like she's she, like she, she's yeah. like, you know what? I'm going to make jokes about my vagina all the time. And he's like, please shoot me, just shoot me. Uh, she's just not funny. Um, yeah, but look, they've had they've had a lot of good people, and they've had a few risky jokes, which is great. You know, people push oh. pushing the pushing the boundaries. Well. If they film, if because I mean they can't really. I mean they actually no, they it's could improv. go cut. They could go cut things though. Like that's the thing. That's yeah. right. If they're not cutting it, at least give yeah. them. Look, yeah. I'll, at least give them credit. Yeah. Well, they they had this brilliant one. I think one of the first ones. They had this this um, funny. He's pretty funny Australian um, uh, comedian, and they gave him a puppet of himself. Like so, it's basically going to do um, ventriloquism. And they're like, and they go, all right, we're going to interview you. Um, and they go like, so your ventriloquist show is very different uh, from from the other ones. Why? What, what makes it so different? He's like, it's more racist. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they go, can you give me an example? Oh <laughs> shit! Okay, which, then is, then which, right. which, which was obviously the script. And he's and there's this long awkward pause. And he goes, well. the thing about the polish is oh. and and then the the um the buzzer went but you know you see but, uh, look like they're still pushing boundaries and, and and that's it's almost you know they're bringing some of the good comedy back um and it's worth watching i'm looking at it here i think uh was ross noble like a space astronaut or something yes yes he will and from the get-go he was just his improv is so Oh, he used to be. He used to be on the original series, and I used to love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Ross Noble's fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. You 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 can't give him too much. <laughs> no, he he needs a bit of a leash when he's on. Uh, yes, improv. Yeah, but but no, nah, he was it was very funny. Uh, he was definitely the best one yeah. of the night. I'll have to um, check it out. I think it's on. Um, um, Listeners, if you've got Paramount Plus, it's on Paramount Plus, or you can yeah. watch it on Ten Play or Channel Ten. Yeah, the old, the old, the old stuff's on all over YouTube as well. Yeah, um, that's that's a little more risque, I think, but um, yeah, it's uh, um, look, it's it's for for the amount of rubbish we have on Australian television, mm-hmm. it's probably the best thing on there. Okay, that and um, no, they got 
what is it that they've got? That got you here. They've got what I lie to you. The Australian one's pretty good. I like um. Have you been paying attention? I watched that on a That's... Monday night, which is similar. Like I said, like it used. It's like the the old show, the panel that used to be on Channel yep. Ten. Like, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and look, Australian Taskmaster is pretty good, but it's not as good as yeah. the British one. Um. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, Chris, you should definitely watch the British Would I Lie to You because David Mitchell is one of the um team captains. <gasps> is that is that um British who's, one? Who hosts that? Uh, Rob Bryden. Rob Bryden, that's right. Yeah, no relation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's 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 Rob Bryden hosting, and you got two team captains. One's Lee Mack, and one's David Mitchell. Okay, and Lee Mack's great as well. Uh, but yeah, See, yeah, that's that sounds you know, um, yeah. In terms of improv shows, I mean, there's 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 there's, there's some good, there's some bad. Yeah, um, I still think one of the better ones out there, um, that was obviously the British series, um. Uh, murder in successful. I'm not sure if you've seen that one. I think they did a Netflix version with the yeah, American, the American yeah, Murderville yeah. with Will um, Arnett. Yeah, yeah. I it's just it's just funny because yeah. again they they're not given any scripts at yeah. all, but they but still film like a big budget to like yeah. like, like a TV show, and then you just basically watch the actors. Sometimes sometimes the actors do very well. And sometimes they flounder, and that's even more funny to watch. Them, yeah. To watch, like to watch them basically, yeah. you know, where everyone knows what's going on around them, and they're just trying to basically keep up with yeah. the story. Yeah, my my go to improv, uh, I've got to love, and it's still going on. That bit of whose line is it? Anyway. Oh, look again. That again. That is the classic standard Wayne, of improv. Wayne Brady, Ryan mm, Styles, yeah. like the original cast. Is, yeah, well, it still pops up sometimes on my Instagram, and I end up then falling into a rabbit hole where I go on YouTube <laughs> and just yeah. About seventy-five episodes. It's just so good. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Uh Chris, do you feel like you've calmed down a little bit from ranting, right? Um, <laughs> I think. I think. I think. Uh, yeah. I think you know. What? Do you want me to uh, rant? Rant you back up again? Oh Lord, what are you doing, sir? Well, you know what time time it is, right? You, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what time it is. I do. No. No. This is this is the theme song. Correcting IGN. Oh, big budget production. <laughs> yes, a rock and a random rock and roll track I found. Uh, <laughs> well, Chris, this might be personal, and I want you. I want you to, as we're going through this, collect in your mind what should be on this list that is not on this list because okay. it is it is the top top twenty five nineteen nineties films. Oh hey now, you be careful. <laughs> no. You be fucking careful. You, you be fucking you just I already have a long list of movies that should be on this list that are not on this list. So it's um nineteen nineties, is that yeah, right? Nineties, that... top twenty five films of the nineties. Okay. All right. You're not... <sighs> are you ready? Are you ready? Hey, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> breathe, oh. breathe. Okay. What is Adam Sandler? What what does Louise Gozman say in in anger management? Gusfraba. Yes, I was going to say that. Yes. Okay. Look, I am calm, Jamie. Please <laughs> well, continue. Top twenty-five. Buffalo. 
No, <laughs> starting at number twenty-five, Ghost in the Shell. I, yeah, I like it. Uh, <laughs> not top twenty-five though. All right, okay. Yeah, good, good, good movie, movie though. Good movie, sure, sure, okay. sure. Okay, okay. Boys in the Hood. Yes. Yeah, that's honestly, if I'm being brutally honest, that's in my top ten of all time. Okay. Mm. That, I, that that was my coming of age. If I was a young black man when I grew up, but (laughs) look at casting. You've got Cuba Gooding Jr. You've got Mm -hmm. Ice Cube. It's just, it's like, yes, I'm happy to say I agree. IGN, this is very rare, but I agree with you. Okay. Uh, Fargo. Okay. It's a good film. Another good film, but they're not. It's not bad films that they're listing no, so far. No, well, remember, it's top 25. Uh, Titanic. I've never they seen are... it. But... Really? I refuse. I don't want to watch it. Don't change it. Do not change it. No, I'm not going to watch it. And Steph keeps getting me to try and watch it because she wants to rewatch it. And I said, you've got a TV in your room. Watch it yourself. I don't want to waste. I don't want to. I know the main part. He paints her like a French girl. He, they have mm-hmm. sex in a carriage and he tan, someone tan goes down the side and the fucking <laughs> ship sinks. Yeah. What else do I need to know? No, no, right? What you need to do when this is over, if you haven't done so already, watch this brilliant YouTube video called The Titanic in Five Seconds. Cool. Because it's <laughs> because it's literally, this ship can't sink. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, I have, I've known, never have, never will. Okay. Uh, now this one I totally agree with, but probably not on the where it is in this list. But Independence Day. Okay. Yes, yep. Of course. Yep. Absolutely. Of course. Yep. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Yes, another yep, great one. Yep, another great film. That's uh, a bit this, low, but okay. But yeah. Sure, this sure. this one is is barely in the nineties, but it's called the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, the the original. Yeah, the, the first re- one. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's fine. The the first one, because and not because it's not because of like it 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 should be there because of what it did and what it started. Okay, with yeah, one of my sure, favorite sure. genres. I'll, I'll of give I'll films, give you I'll give you footage. the starting. It was the very first found footage film, and it, it grew my love for found footage. So I'm going to say yes, it belongs there. Yeah, uh, it may not be the best movie, but for what it did for horror as a, right, as okay. a horror nut, I'll give it. And I'm sorry, like Cloverfield, so, you know. Yeah, sure. yeah. Okay, there we go. There we go. Yep, um, yep. Uh, Blair Witch. Uh, no, I read that one. Beauty and the Beast. The cartoon? Yeah. Which I which I, I, would... I question that, because isn't that 89? I, I, would, yeah, that yeah, I thought bit... it was a lot. I didn't think it was uh, 90. But what I'm going to call... Well, they, they put it on their list. I'm going to call them out on it right I'm now. Calling I'm calling shenanigans to... on that. I'm going to... IMDB that shit. IMDB, yes. <laughs> I put bullshit on that. No, nineteen ninety-one. 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 I just, I just, I just assumed they wouldn't have verified that. Uh, Yeah, it's IGN. We don't verify anything. Uh, It's a great great movie, but I don't think top twenty-five. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, the Truman Show. Yeah, uh, look, I, I look like, eh, like I don't know if I love that show. Um, Again, I think it was a it was the first of its kind. Um, yeah. I think we have the Truman Show, and it's going to sound silly, but if you think about it, we have the Truman Show to blame for reality TV. I think. Yeah, 
Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Do you know what? It, it was it was it was Jim Carrey flexing his acting chops. Sorry, yeah. Oh, definitely. And so yeah. and honestly, so look honestly. Okay. You know. All right. All right. Yep. Yep. Okay. 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 Continue on. Okay. No, now we're entering the the Oscar bait movies of the nineties, mm-hmm. which is the nineties. So they're probably you know, good films. Um, and ironically, just on that. All the all the requirements for Oscars these days, right? Any film prior to what twenty sixteen or whatever, never would have been nominated yep. for an Oscar, yep. including uh, Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then Schindler's List is on the next one. Yep. Okay. Never seen it. Um, I honestly, and this may be controversial, I watched it way back when. While it's a decent film. I don't think it's worth the like nine Ooh, nine hey Oscars now. it got. Like like they literally gave it all of the Oscars. Like didn't it win like nine? Yeah, like, 10, it won, it won all. It, it like won all the Oscars. Like, yeah, they, I'm, I'm like they couldn't give on. it any more Oscars. They had no more Oscars to give. Yeah, it's just like you know, like, and I'm not saying it's a terrible film. You're saying like a bit of overboard on the Oscars there. You like you know, you know. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh. Now seven. I've never seen seven. Seven, the movie, yeah, that great yeah. film. Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Oh no, look, yeah. I know all about it. I I know. In the What's box? in the box? And then it's Winner Paltrow's head. Um, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was. Oh, I agree with that. That's one of my favorites. So you reckon mm-hmm. it's what does it hold up, Ryan? Does it hold up? No, I watched it probably about a year ago. It definitely holds up if you like those kind of movies, no. psychological yeah. thrillers. Yeah. Uh, train spotting. Yeah, another yeah. That's one of my my all time favorite British films, Train Spotting. But I'm going through a bit of a British Guy Ritchie, um, oh, yeah, at the moment. So, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Dude, yep. come on, Snatch, Snatch, yeah, Snatch, best Snatch is awesome, fantastic film. Um, not on this list. Uh, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 Terminator Two, obviously. Yep. Obviously. Uh, The Sixth Sense. Mm, don't think it should be that high. It's a good oh, look. It was a pioneer movie, but I don't think it's top ten. Right? <laughs> it's it's his only good movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't uh, think it should be top ten. Okay, uh, Fight Club. Never seen it. You've never seen Fight Club. No. We can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving first on. Dad, first dad joke. I'm so proud of you. Moving on. Uh, the big, the big, the big Lebowski. Yeah. Definitely. That's one. That's another great I've, movie. I've never seen it. Oh, I'll lend it to you next time you're down here. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the Lion King, obviously. Yep. Yep. Obviously. Uh, obviously, Saving Private Ryan. Yep. Yep. One of the few war movies that I actually like. And the, and and interesting that they didn't throw Oscars at that one, did they? No. They they they, 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 they kind of flicked them some. Uh, <laughs> Good fellas. Yes. That's okay. Yep. 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 The best. The best. Um. Current and still best current mafia movie yeah. out there. It's got Joe. Is Joe Joe Pesci in that one? Joe yep. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Um. Yeah. Ray Liotta, Robert yeah. De Niro. Pretty much anyone you think mafia, and yeah. it's got them all. And about all, half yeah, all, the... all the Italian actors they could yeah. find, and like every yeah. single Italian actor they yeah. could possibly find. If you want a fun game, a fun drinking game, if you drink, watch the watch the Goodfellas and pick out the Sopranos actors because yeah. they're every, literally. Every... <laughs> yeah. Um, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. 
Okay. Not, not top ten. <laughs> I love the yeah. Not uh, top ten, but it's still a good film. A good film, okay, okay. Sure, okay. Now this is definitely in my top ten of all time, regardless of yep. the. Do you know what it is? Do you know what, what it is? Na 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 na. Jurassic oh, Park. of course, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yep. That was groundbreaking again. Steven Spielberg yep. being yep. classic, classic. Uh, The Matrix. Mm, yeah. Okay. Now this, this is number two, by by the way. Nah, what? it shouldn't be number two. This is number two mm-hmm. on their list. Now, look, I reckon it, it it is a groundbreaking film. It's like it was different. I mean, no, nothing been done like it before. No, but still, it's not it's not top ten worthy. I don't think. Well, it is top five. I'm sorry. Um, on this list, and okay. coming in at number one, mm. Toy Story. Mm. What? Yeah. So I have some <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Express your thoughts, but I do have a list of things that are on this list that should have been on this list that aren't on this list. But so I didn't I hear know. during like I I might be deaf. I might be <laughs> deaf, blind, and 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 have a and have my hands cut off, my feet cut off, and yes. living in a, in a sack in a Japanese girl's basement as she feeds me like a puppy because obviously she's tortured me to death and I've now yes. resorted to an animal form. There are some missing movies on that list. Oh I thought, yes, I. I could have sworn a few good men came out during that era. Did, did it not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could have sworn Basic Instinct was in that particular era. A bit more sure. Again, that one nice bit. Don't know Basic Instinct. I only because I've been collating a um uh a, 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 let's just say a vessel on the 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 high seas of movies from nineteen ninety to nineteen ninety nine. And I don't think I'm gonna look look it up now, but I'm no, not sure. No, basic Instinct ninety two. Ninety two. There you go. I mustn't be a up. A few to that good one. med ninety two. So they basically skipped ninety two. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I could be stupid, and I could be the dumbest man alive, but did I hear true lies being mentioned anywhere in that particular list? No, but that was interesting. On their, that, that was interesting. on the other list. Remember the other interesting, list? but. I don't think I heard about the fifth element on this list. <laughs> that's, that's, on, that's on my list. Another 92 movie, Army of Darkness. <gasps> and that's a I don't think on. I heard anything about Starship Troopers. No, that's not there. I, I you know that down. In the era of romantic comedies, in the era, the generation of romantic comedies that were just being spat out like some sort of wild plague. The wedding singer. <laughs> Clueless. She's yep. all that. Ten yep. things I hate about you. Yep. While you were sleeping. I mean, like, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That, like, but, but Chris, there's also... Wait, wait. And, and not to get down on the two like the romantic <laughs> comedy things, but I'm pretty sure a movie called You Got Mail, starring everyone's favourite couple, Tom Hanks and Mick Ryan, came out during that era. Yeah, that, does, that doesn't hold up. And and a movie that may be the man I am today, Dangerous Minds, 1995. Yeah. Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, Sleepless in Seattle. Um, Aladdin. They didn't mention yeah. Aladdin. They didn't mention The Rock. The Green Mile. Yeah, that's on my list. They didn't mention Stargate. Oh, yes. I was, gonna, I was, about, I was about to get to that one. I was going to say, like, there was... A, the again. Mummy. There is no The what? Mummy. There is what? no... 
no, we'll say Hook Hook's while great is it's yeah, it was yeah. a bit of a miss for that era, so not not everybody jumped right. on it. Um, but obviously, yes, Chris mentioned the Fifth Element. But what about what about Rush Hour? Yeah. Um, what about argu- arguably one of the best lethal weapons, Lethal Weapon Four? Mm. And you Men know, in uh, Black, the first Men in Black. Yeah, Men in Black. But first, first Men in Black, which basically that was again that 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 like. And hey. If you want to talk about Oscar movies, Goodwill Hunting, the birth of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, mm-hmm. and you want to that. talk about inspirational sports movies, Mystery Alaska came out in '99. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'll get you one better. Where's Happy Gilmore? Yeah, yeah Happy Gilmore's in the '90s. Yeah. Happy mm-hmm. Gilmore, Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what about uh, <laughs> the first Ninja Turtle movie? Come on, guys, come on. Uh... <laughs> Hey, hey! At the time, that was the highest-grossing independent film of all time. But what about saying. what about Space Jam? No, that hey. was horrible. But, <laughs> no, but no. at the time, it was it was yeah. like yeah. it was one of the first movies where they used real actors and cartoon yeah. characters. But here, here, here's one that should be on there. That, that, no, no, no. Here's one that should be on there because, and look, whilst I whilst I'm not the biggest fan, I also, I also understand the the cultural significance. Of Romeo and Juliet, mm-hmm. the fuck is that on this list? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and, and oh my goodness. Okay, you know what? I understand that some of these movies could be subjective, yeah. but I have to believe that I did have no taste. I because... literally, I literally think that they would go there and they Google nineties movies, and then they just go through and pick their favorites. They can't do that because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it's IGN. I'm just going no. through my list now. There's so many good ones, like Philadelphia with Denzel Washington and Tom Hanks. Yeah. That was like, I'm just going through. Uh, the Night of the Roxbury was a great movie for me. Oh, uh, yes. Major League. Major League. Oh, my Major goodness. League. Um, a League of Their Own. Again, like that was pretty big at the time. Yeah, I just don't understand how some of the Jerry Maguire, yeah, um, you Sound know like how kids. some of these movies didn't make it. But Interesting. Yeah, Even the first, I, well, first well, X Men. No, that was two thousand. Yeah. No, 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 it wasn't. Yeah, I have a suspicion. I just typed into ChatGPT. <laughs> what are the 10 best movie top movies of the 1990s and here's the thing what the what it gave me in no particular oh. order pulp fiction Shawshank Redemptions, goodfellas silence of the lions fight club Schindler's list Jurassic park forest gump titanic i i wonder <laughs> did ign just Type into chat GBT good movies from the 90s and this rearrange the order because I'm now suspicious of their taste. <clears throat> and just to confirm, uh, Jamie, I, I am DB at X Men 2000. Yeah, 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 I just did. Um, but Chris, I got one, I got one better. IGN typed in top movies, top 25 movies from the 90s, and then they said, rearrange that for me. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm I'm suspicious of the again. I, like it. I, like I, it. I I feel that their list is suspicious, mm. and do you know what? I'm going to say it. 
I think they use AI. I think they use ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. I think they use an AI system to do their job for them because <clears> clearly I don't. I there's no <laughs> rhyme or reason why certain films are not on there that should be on there, and there are films yeah. on there that shouldn't be there that high. So I'm sorry. I, and, like, and yeah. look, there are certain films that we're stating that should be on there that are favorite of ours, but there's certain films that should be on there because of what they've done for the film industry. Exactly. In Again. That's exactly right. Thank you, young man. This is, yeah, this well. is exactly the point we're making. Is yes, I, I'm not a fan of all those. Again, no. I'm not a fan of all those films, but yeah, there are some that just changed everything. Like yeah. again, how do you have a list and not have Batman Returns on it? Mm -hmm. yep. I'm just asking questions now, and the Mighty Ducks. Ah. And you know yeah, if they're talking if, 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 they're talking, if they're talking about movies that change generations or inspiration movies, American Pie. Yep. Again, yeah. Cruel Intentions. So who doesn't like Cruel Intentions? <laughs> or if you want to, if you want to be really pervy in your mouth, Wild Things. Oh, <laughs> Wild Things. Oh <laughs> man. Bacon. That was out in the nineteen nineties. Oh well, that's a great film. Yeah. You know, and there's like I'm as I said, I'm looking at my my list here that I've got. There's Apollo thirteen. Oh my god. Ninety five. When did Armageddon come out? Uh Armageddon, I'll have a look I think that was around I think that was definitely in the nineties. What about what about bad boys? Yeah. Like <laughs> again, it's another one that did it, you know, it's not everyone's favorite, but Oh, I just don't understand. I don't understand. You know, IGN. I'm gonna do a quick Google. What about that really bad Captain America movie? <laughs> I was about to mention that. It came out uh, in 1990. Wasn't there a Fantastic yeah, no, Four one as if well? If we're talking about hilarious movies, what about the Mario Brothers movie? Yep. <laughs> yep. Not, so not, not only did not entertainers. We got yeah. <laughs> we got we got two Mighty Ducks movies in the nineties. We got Champions or whatever you want to call it, uh, and then we got D two, both in the nineties, and okay. they did not make the list. All right, I'm going to read out the top ten highest grossing films of the nineties. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so do you want me to go from ten to one or one one to ten? Ten to one. Sure. Ten yeah. to one. Ten. Armageddon. Okay. Nine. Men in Black. Mm -hmm. Eight, the the Lost World, Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. Seven, The Sixth Sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. The Lion King. Mm -hmm. Independence Day. Yep. Jurassic Park. Yep. The Phantom Menace. Yep. Yes. And Titanic. That's the a half of a That's a better list than. That makes yeah. this make okay, you know what? And, and look, it is such I know and I know and I know that there's some there'll be some people who will say like Oh, that's a cynical mind. That's why would you look at it like that? That the But a successful movie is also one that makes money. I think people for I, I clearly and Hollywood has forgotten this, clearly, that this is things they're going Yeah. But you are creating a mass-consumed product. Yes, yeah. it can inspire things, and yes, there could be there could be there's sort of elements in it. But in the end of the day, 
a successful film is one that you know makes money or or, or and so then the fact that they none of those films like the fact that that list is again there's sure you could say that maybe there's some films that for the studio they'd make them for the to win the oscars and the, and the prestige awards mm-hmm. but they can only do that if they also train out movies that make money so yeah. they can <laughs> you know again this is what this is what, I, this is what obviously holds forgotten that you know if you want to do your big passion projects, sure, make sure you also got some hits in the, in in yeah. on your calendar as well to, to to you know pad the pad the the the, the profit. Don't be like Disney and make all passion projects and then fail. Yeah. You know, don't be like that. Yeah, and 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 just just to rub it into IGN even more. Um, what what did they leave off? Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Peace. Oh. And uh, another and another great Robin Hood, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh my God, the best one. <laughs> I, I'm just going off the top 50 highest grossing films of the 90s. And, you know, yeah, but you know what? True, True Lies is on there. They left out a, cl- a cult classic. They left out Galaxy Quest. Yep. <laughs> That's not on this list, but yeah. Uh, the Mask, Speed, uh, Notting Hill. Uh, there's something about Mary. Uh, oh, that 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 movie. I'm uh, not not my kind of movie. That that was a game changer. That was yeah. that was that changed that. Yeah, that yeah. that pushed uh, the boundaries. The Bodyguard, Dances with Wolves, um, Mission Impossible. I mean, we've got another seven movies. So, you know, like Home Alone, that was a game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's a, there's a lot of stuff on here that they're like, okay, no, we don't want to, you know, think logically. No logic. Logic is you can't you can't have logic. I mean, logic is clearly, uh, logic is dumb, and and logic mm-hmm. is bad, and it's clearly not. Again, I I I, I look. I maintain that, that this writer was meant to do it. Probably was playing Baldur's Gate or like some sort <laughs> of game, and then his editor came and said, "Hey, do you have that list ready yet?" He panicked. He typed into JapTVT and then just you know <laughs> threw it up there again. Yeah. I'm not saying you've done something wrong. I'm just saying be honest about be honest about yeah. that. You know, be honest about your stupidity. It's fine. No, yeah, every single article that IGN writes should end with according to ChatGPT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be accurate. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that would be accurate. And well, hey, they didn't like there was another they didn't have it as good as it gets as well. That that's another yeah. that's another um that's another yeah. great uh great film of the 90s. There you go. And I didn't even mention Dragonheart. <laughs> Sean Connery. Yeah. It was really funny. What? Uh, have you seen have you seen that movie as good as it gets? It's, it's about a man. A long a, time ago. Yeah, he's he's a man who has O C D and he's a famous author and writer and he writes these like like romance novels and like this this woman like this woman like goes up to him in like hysterics and goes, Oh, I love your work, it's so amazing. How, like how how do you how do you write women so well? How do you how do you know all about us? And he turns her and goes like, "What?" Like he goes, "I think of a man, and then I take away reason and accountability." What <laughs> <laughs> uh, a line! <laughs> and because of his you know his issues, he doesn't see anything wrong with saying that to her. He just full just crushes her dream, <laughs> crushes his book. <laughs> <laughs> They're going oh shit yeah. but that's just so oh man it's just like um uh but again see again you've made it i can't uh, 
Why do you do this to me, Jamie? Why do you, why do you continually? <laughs> well, look, look. If if you have other things to talk about, I'll stop provide. Like, no, no, no. look, they, I, give, I... they give us this stuff. They give us. They hand feed us this stuff. I know. I know. Again, again, they they are. I think they do it again. Yeah. Media is dead. Online yeah. media is dead. Mm-hmm. I think they write these things just to annoy people. Now, I think this is. Yeah. I think this is just to like, get the like, clicks. To get and, the clicks. Yeah. And look, but... to, to be honest, look. Next time we meet, I'll probably be absolutely ripping into and destroying oh. destroying the new turtles movie i yeah, cannot I'm, wait I'm on the high seas tomorrow so i'm looking forward to that i absolutely cannot wait i'm i'm having to go to a cinema to watch it on sunday i cannot wait for you to watch this film and i can't like again i don't wish you bad <laughs> but i do in some regards because you'll know what it's like, Jamie. You'll understand the pain. You'll know <laughs> what it's like to watch a fandom shatter into warring factions and tribes. <laughs> you'll know that there'll be some people who who will blindly support this endeavor because they're stupid. And you'll know that there were some people who came in who weren't real fans initially, but they're now claiming that they, that they are the foremost expert on on this property. And you'll know, and you'll just watch, and you'll just see the thing you love burn to the ground as you just watch it all go to chaos and hell. And then eventually, maybe there'll be some articles posted a few years ago going, hey, let's go back to what worked, maybe? And then you'll just watch as they don't do that, and they continue down this dark path, and then you'll become jaded and cynical. And then you'll still talk to your friends. About your love for this property. Hey, and your hey. friend... Uh, uh, right, quiet. And your friends would go like, oh, I'm over it. Then you go, hey, guys. And your friends who you enjoy playing D&D. You go, and, you go, and you say, hey, let's do a campaign about this because it's a great idea. And then your friends would be like going, oh, no, I, I, I've got fatigue on this franchise. I've got fatigue. <laughs> and, then and then your friends will beat... Your enthusiasm downwards, downwards, until, yes, you don't feel so enthusiastic anymore. And then one day, one of your friends who was so enthusiastic about the beating will say, hey, there's an amazing game that came out with an incredible story. <laughs> you should, why, I can't understand why you haven't played this yet. And you say, really? After the years and years of beating, you'd understand why I'm not jumping for joy at this property. And then <laughs> you, then I explain what I loved about the original property. And you go, oh my God, that's everything that's in it. Why don't you want to see it? It's like, again, <laughs> Jamie, I wish for you to know this pain. Well, and I look forward to hearing all about it for the next several years as people say that this... This is the true turtles now, isn't it? This is what it's really all about. I I cannot wait. Well, see the problem. The, the problem about that is like I just have to pick up the last Ronin comic and go. Yes, this is what everyone wants, and there's a reason that it is super successful, and they they ran out of printing uh, in issue one. Uh, there's a reason that why the Stranger Things TMNT crossover, the second. Uh, issue is already so completely sold out and i had to get an imported copy from the uk um because there's 
places people can go to where they still create quality content. And if we just support that quality content oh, and stories, they will understand. You're getting, uh, and, you, and you see, I Get was the you. same. No, I was the same as except, well. Except here's the thing. You said you won't you won't support anything Star Wars until they start making things that you want, and that yet they make something that you want and you won't touch. No, it. I I was very clear on the conditions. Kathleen we Kennedy to, gets fired. We need to see a complete change in leadership because again, but I can already start to see the anger seep forward with going. <laughs> people buy these things. They want these things. They can do. Oh, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing: these these projects that people want are still continuing, so they can't ignore the crap. Oh, Jamie. What? Well, Chris, I look forward to in. Let me just check. <laughs> one and a half minutes being able to uh, check out this new Ninja Turtles movie because it it, <laughs> it dropped early. Excellent. So I was like, I'm going to watch it after the podcast and and see how much your heart is going to be broken. Jamie. You want? I already know how much my heart is going to be broken when you turn Splinter into a freaking sitcom dad, and the <laughs> turtles learn ninjutsu from watching television, and they sound like they've literally just got out of preschool. And if, but, but, but if Jamie... Splinter, if Splinter is a sitcom dad, why is he giving his children weapons? I mean, uh, so there's but, already but, but, stuff that's Jamie. Just insane. Jamie, Jamie, mm-hmm. when they were making this film, there was no law. To, there was no books to draw from. There was no law for them to draw from. <laughs> how would they know any better? There was no law to draw from. There was, how they had to make it up all by their widow selves. How would they? How would they have done? How would they know what? What you know? They, they, they did the best they could. <laughs> they did the best they could. Who's who's the producer again, Chris? Remind me. Seth Rogen. Ta-da! Uh, so so when, he, are you, when are you actually seeing it, Jamie? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. I so cannot when wait. This, when this episode drops three days ago. Okay. Well, as I said, I'm and, officially 0.6% of having it on my computer. <laughs> and, and, so. and, and look, I'm not paying for it, so it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. you know, I haven't wasted money on it. But someone paid for it. It's probably going to be even worse because I'm watching Sound of Freedom tomorrow night as well. Oh, that's going to be a hard... Oh, dude. So, Masterpiece. Wow. That's a bad... Dude, okay, no. You have to watch Sound of Freedom and then you have to watch, like... I don't know, like... Happy Gilmore? (laughs) You have to watch something between those two. You You can't go from Sound of Freedom. Yeah. The turtles, you need a you need a palate cleansing. Yeah, well, I probably will. I'll, you know, I'll do something. You know. Okay, might I suggest a palate cleanser? Yeah, but look, I, I I'm not thrilled about watching them so close to each other. It's just that Santa Freedom is an independent film, and it'll only be yeah, out. it'll be finishing soon. Yeah, like it's literally had two weeks at the local cinema, um, and uh, there's very weird screening hours, and it's like it's, like, it's weird because it's such an amazing film. And yeah. I just think that well, it's it's independent. And look, Matt Holmes, our, our good friend Matt Holmes, yeah. when he was getting his film and cinemas, again, no one would support it because it's independent. Yet overseas, it has won countless awards. It is a phenomenal. Well, his film. new his new film is barely getting a release out here, and it's already won like five or six yeah. awards they overseas. Just, it's because it's and 
like Chris yeah. knows all about this, the Australian film industry and, and the government mm-hmm. are just stupid. Unless unless your film is, you know what? I got to wrestle me a crocodile. Yeehaw. I'm going to ride a kangaroo. It's not going to get government funding, you know? Well, I do. I, I After watching Sound of Freedom myself, I do know that you're going to So you watched it. it already. You watched it already? Yeah. Cool. yeah. I decided to, after I went to the movies two weeks ago, and saw like a pro. I don't watch trailers anymore, really, yeah. unless it's something that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, after seeing the proper trailer for it, I'm like, you know what? I have to go home and watch it. And yeah. I did, and it's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, because I, I, I want to watch it because I want to support it. Like, yeah, I have free, I have free tickets, but I'm not going to use my free tickets. I'm going to pay for it because every bit of money this movie makes goes to a noble cause. Yeah. So, Jamie, here's my suggestion. Mm-hmm. You watch Sound of Freedom. Yeah. And then, before Turtles, the palate cleanse, you watch The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. <laughs> that will give you the perfect palate cleansing film. So are, then you can... are, you, are you not sure? Are you Is, is watching that film not going to make Turtles look good then? By comparison, it, it might help it <laughs> a little I bit. Because I don't want that to happen. <laughs> no, no, no. Um... But Jamie, you need a palate cleanser. And honestly, it's that or you watch Pocahontas. Uh... No, that's too magical. Yeah, you're right. No, that's a that's an epic and magical tale. You're right. Yeah, you're, like you don't you don't watch something phenomenally fantastic. Um, yeah, that, that's why I said Lion King two Simba's Pride. Like, yeah, but like, that's that's just terrible. Like you got to have a mid range, you know, maybe Back to the Future three. You know, no, but that's still that's uh, that's still that's still the, uh, the who framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. The Green Mile. No. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you think? What do you think, Ryan? What's a good palate cleansing film for Jamie? Either Iron Man three or Captain Marvel. <laughs> Don't make Ooh, me watch that. Those are good. That's a good palate cleanser. Don't make me watch that. No, you know what? Ant Man Quantum Mania. Oh my. Oh gosh. no! That don't what? No! Don't 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 don't. That's don't. gonna make Ninja Turtles look better. <laughs> I don't want it to look better. I, I... Okay, 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 Jamie, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. I'll watch the Bay films. No, 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 no. I've got it. Yeah? I've got it. 1998 Godzilla with Matthew Broderick. Yes. I yes. think that's the perfect uh, film. Just so I can see that Japanese man go, Godzilla! Godzilla! I think that's the perfect... Yes, that one will definitely cleanse all the palates. Or Independence Day 2. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or nineteen ninety six, the cable guy. <laughs> no, please, no, please. No. That's like the worst. Chris is just going down the list of nineteen nineties movies, <laughs> like like from the worst. What's 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 the most bombed movie of the nineties? No, I'm actually going down the list of Matthew Broderick films. Matthew Broderick, please don't say God Inspector Gadget. No, no, when, no. But when like, we when we all know the perfect Inspector Gadget would have been Steve Carell, just saying. Um, no, 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 no. I'm not disagreeing. So Godzilla is probably a good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think Godzilla. I think that's a winner, man. I think I think we all agree that the Godzilla is your yeah. perfect palate cleanse film. Well, listeners, if uh if you have any requests for movies, I can watch three days before you hear this episode. Uh, <laughs> send me an email to the true of the fiction at gmail.com. 
<laughs> or send us a message on stories underscore podcast and if you haven't done so already check out our interview with jamie johnson man that was a great episode so many sound bites to put together from that episode mm. i'm pretty sure he wanted to kidnap me because he keeps inviting me around his house so. <laughs> hey, yeah i just love that <laughs> and i'll put the clip up but um <laughs> where you're like yeah i got this thing from 2020 comic Oh my god! And he just disappears from the screen. It's a li- very limited edition Jim Lee drawn. Oh yeah, I have, you mean this one? Yeah, but he like it is like his chair rotates and he disappears out of the screen and comes back. <laughs> nice. Uh, it was yeah, it was fun. a cool dude. Uh very cool dude. Um, there. So guys, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail dot com. If you want to jump on as a sponsor and not just have this show sponsored by Rebecca Castles and the Rising Dawn series, you you can become a sponsor. Head over to Buy Me a Coffee, uh, buymeacoffee.com slash S-T-T-A-T-F, link in the show notes. Um, yeah. yeah, it's stories the true and the fictional, but like at the start of each letter. And, and if you two are on the high seas and want to... Jamie's heart shatter. You can check out Teenage <laughs> Mutant Mayhem, which is now in officially has its digital release. Before Jamie, it even starts in the cinemas in Australia. Jamie, yeah. yeah. This Turtles film's not for you. It's for the next generation of fans, Jamie. It, sorry. When you watch it, I'll 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 um I'll find all of the old um the, the last Jedi defending statements, and I'll just replace Lazo <laughs> with turtles. I'm pretty sure it's going to hold together exactly well enough. Okay, so. awesome, awesome. Only, I can, I can't only, wait. only, only Star Wars is a cultural phenomenon, and it changed cinema effects forever. Ninja Turtles is just some mutated dudes that uh, stole half their ideas from uh, Daredevil, but uh, that's a story for another time. Um, thank you for listening. For our my final thought, I just want to say, guys out, guys and girls out there, remember: if you can't remember their name in the morning, take them to Starbucks. That's an amazing thought. I thought you were going to end with it with, with that's an amazing thought. I thought you were going to end with something like you know, if you're handing trophies to your employees, try not to kiss them. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> I said try. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mandating it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Awesome. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>